I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. So grateful to you for tuning in this morning. Uh, since you and I last got together here on the radio, we have learned of a second case of COVID-19. That's this novel coronavirus here in the state of Utah. There was a press conference uh, delivered this morning by the governor and state epidemiologist Angela Dunn. In just a moment, I'm going to share with you some of the comments and some of the explanations offered by uh, Dr. Dunn, uh, that as she, again, alongside the governor, uh, delivered some new information related to this second case of the coronavirus here in the state of Utah. Uh, before we get into that, though, I want to share with you a few numbers. The first number is 116,146. Again, 116,146. That is how many total confirmed cases there are worldwide of the coronavirus currently, this COVID-19, global cases. Uh, Now, another number, 4,088. 4,088. That is the heartbreaking total uh, of those lives lost across the world. There is reason to be uh, heartened, though. 64,385. One more time, 64,385. That number is how many individuals have contracted the coronavirus and recovered from it. 64,385 individuals have come down with the coronavirus and recovered. Uh, Now, where am I getting these numbers? If you go to uh, KSL.com and also my Facebook page right now, Lee Lonsberry, you can find it on Facebook, you're going to see the meeting today, that press conference I just referenced uh, by the governor, as well as state epidemiologist Angela Dunn, uh, just behind them was there a, a giant graphic, and it showed a map of the United States. Uh, it showed on the left-hand column uh, a number of all of the current confirmed cases across the world by region. Uh, it made reference to the 80,000 confirmed cases in China, 9,000 in Italy, 8,000 in Iran, 7,500 in South Korea, uh, 761 here in the United States, 530 in Japan. Uh, uh, This morning, I got curious when I saw that graphic behind them, and I went searching and I tracked it down. There's a link uh, to this active real-time website uh, being hosted by Johns Hopkins University right now. It uh, leverages GIS technology. Uh, that's the, the way of communicating 
uh, with your computer, some geographical information. It's absolutely fascinating. You can check it out uh, at my Facebook page right now, Lee Lons, where you can zoom in on different regions of the world and see uh, how the the virus is spreading thus far. You can see uh, collections, obviously, over uh, China. Uh, there are some growing circles in Australia and in Europe. Uh, many of the countries in Europe have uh, thus far had uh, confirmed cases and uh, heartbreakingly a few deaths. Uh, well, anyway, that is there on the website. And the why is that type of information important? Well, uh, because there is so much that we don't yet know about this coronavirus. Uh, there is a measure of comfort uh, in being close to and having uh, ready access to the information we do know. If I'm honest, I'm kind of on the fence here between uh, being nervous and being prudent. I'm doing all I can to be prudent, but while there is so much uh, not known, and if I'm really honest, I'm a new dad. I'm not sure how to handle these uh, uh, like feelings and emotions. And I know here on the radio we're supposed to be real confident, and as we uh, pr- present the news and information, uh, we're supposed to do so with the absolute utmost confidence. Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to put my trust in uh, the the experts, and I'm going to follow the advice of uh, washing my hands at every chance. I'm going to limit my uh, social exposure. In fact, I uh, have shied away from some travel. I've got this brand new nephew on the other side of the country. I'm looking forward to meeting, and I'm going to have to postpone uh, that meeting for a little while until we figure out and learn more. Uh, so I, if you're nervous, uh, I understand that because I am too. But I do have a lot of confidence in those uh, smart folks who are in positions to take care of us. I take a little bit of uh, comfort in uh, some of the data of this. And if you're curious about some of the numbers I just shared, you can find them on my Facebook page, Lee Lonsberry, there on Facebook. Now let's turn to the report, or at least the the press conference, the information delivered uh, by Angela Dunn this morning as she, alongside the governor, uh, addressed the media on the morning of the uh, information coming across that the second case of COVID-19, the coronavirus, has been um, made known here in the state. Uh, One of the questions asked of uh, the epidemiologist was, uh, could you just describe these two cases? Here she is uh, giving a report. Both of our cases diagnosed here in Utah are over the age of 60 and are travel related. We know that people over the age of 60, especially those with underlying medical conditions, are at highest risk for developing severe disease from COVID-19. So we really need your help to get the message out that individuals over the age of 60, especially those with underlying medical conditions, should really take this seriously. Um, and should be extra cautious, especially when doing things like planning travel, attending large group events, and they should be um, preparing for the potential of them having to stay home for 14 days. There's more from the state epidemiologist, Dr. Angela Dunn. I'll share that with you periodically throughout the program. There's some good information there. But what she mentioned there at the beginning of that little sound clip uh, is very important to understand. Two cases here in Utah, both of, the, both of those cases are related to travel. Uh, we've learned this phrase, community transmission. That has not yet been documented here in the state of Utah. That's not to say that it's not going to happen. And if I'm honest, it's not to say that it hasn't yet happened. But there are not yet documented cases of that. So uh, take that for what it's worth. Right now, what we do know is that the two positive tests for this coronavirus here in the state of Utah came as a result of international travel. Uh, I have been beating this drum all week that this is, and last week, that this coronavirus is having an impact on the markets and our money and the economy. And um, while it feels a little crude uh, to be talking along those terms or along those lines, especially as uh, there is a death toll uh, mounting 
uh, each day. It is important because it has a really big and important impact on uh, our lives. Next up, we'll be speaking to Derek Miller. He's the president and CEO of the Salt Lake Chamber of Commerce. He's going to talk to us about uh, an article that he wrote for the Deseret News, some of his attitudes on what companies, uh, employers, and employees can do to safeguard themselves and how to best position themselves as we weather this coronavirus storm. That's ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.